Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast, the toughest podcast on on the streets of New York, actually 15 floors above it at North South Productions. Uh, That's right. I'm James McCarthy. I'm Casey Jost. Casey Jost. Uh. And the ever illuminous, the wickedly talented Danny Green. (laughs) Fellas, how are you? We're doing good. We're doing good, Danny. I'm. I'm. So I'm obviously uh, running the levels right now. You are. And there's probably a lot of peaks. So I apologize. <laughs> there'll be a lot of valleys on this one, but we'll try to hit only peaks. After That's that. right. <laughs> nice, James. We missed you uh, guys last week. We didn't discuss the episode because we had a fun episode with uh, with Derek Holland. Yeah. So we'll discuss 804 a little bit later in this podcast. Uh huh. Right here. But first, let's dive right into episode 805. And this is very exciting because we have two special guests that are joining us. Wow. Yeah, we have comedy (laughs) producer Joe Imbergio. Yellow. Senior comedy producer Joe Imbergio. got promoted. And senior comedy producer John Saluga. Yeah, I also got promoted. Well, I, didn't, yeah. I had no idea. Congratulations. We're both seniors, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Senior week. Senioritis. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell you guys are really You got some cool varsity off. jackets yeah. now that you're wearing. That, yeah. that must have cost a lot of money. Yeah. It's leather. Is that an IJ emblazoned logo on the uh, over the breast? Yeah, That's the nice. um, the, coll- the collar is made of gold flakes, but wow. it fell off in the, in the subway. Season mm-hmm. eight. Very cool. Very cool. Well, well thanks for joining you. us. And we're talking about this episode. It's a very fun one. Uh, we'll dive right into it. So the first challenge was pay for groceries. And we talked a lot about this uh, when we were, you know, when we were helping the guys come up with this idea to pay for groceries for someone. It's a weird concept. Like, I like I like what they had to do, too, because they you can hear my chair, right? This is the worst chair in the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, of course you have that chair. Of course too. I do. Uh, <laughs> it's like this little annoying sound chair. People don't know about our relationships. When you say that, it sounds like there's a oh. like a bitterness between us. Yeah, which no. there is. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> okay, good. All right, boys, boys, let's get back <laughs> to the challenge. Back to the right? episode. Yeah, pay for groceries. Well, no, the, the thing they kept saying to the strangers was like, "I really should pay for that. I should." It's like they were trying to prompt mm-hmm. the person to ask, like, "Well, wait, why do you think you should pay for it?" Which and they got that. I loved when I loved every single time that one of the, one of the, the shoppers said, "Why." Like yeah. it, it was that simple thing of them going, why? Just it's the it's the reason we do the challenge. It's yeah. like we yeah. predict people's behavior and then we, you know, we subvert it. Yeah. And right out of the gate, Murray uh, comes out saying he's a Vander Holyfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't you don't recognize me? No. I'm a Vander Holyfield. I'm a Vander Holyfield. Huh? A little bit unbelievable. <laughs> Lucky for him, uh, this lady did not know who Evander Holyfield was. So it was kind of believable to her. Yeah. Doesn't that make you feel a little bit old? Uh, I, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Although uh, there there are 
like sports people that like if they if you said their name, I would probably be like, uh, who was that again? And just maybe just like yeah. I can tell my... just because you called them sports people <laughs> and not athletes. Uh, when I was when I was yeah. a kid, like, athlete. But other people can be athletes. I'm talking about sports people. That, can non-athletes maybe. be sports people? Good question. Can non-athletes be sports people? But yeah, if you're yes. like a manager, maybe or an owner. announcer, or an, an owner. Yeah, yeah, bad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, is a bad boy or a ball boy? If they're famous, person? if they're famous, okay. I think I think a sports person needs to be someone like of note. Is a bowl is a professional bowler an athlete? Uh, yes. I okay. think so. I, I can see the hesitation in McCarthy's face. He's very good at a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it takes like a technique, like a physical technique. It's different than like chess, right? Chess, like you're, you're moving pieces, but it's not really it, like, it's a mental thing. Yeah. You're not I mean, an athlete. Right. Is but, a golfer an athlete, James? Uh, I yeah, I think they're all, the people that play golf right now are very athletic. I mean, li- listen, fellas, we got to get back into this. <laughs> Wait, what so, is how yeah, is that even? I feel like golf seniors. and bowling. Of course, they're 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 sport. There, they're sports. I don't think you have to be a great athlete to do either. I think like the top people would probably stay fit and stay in shape. I mean, like you're really stretching the boundaries of what it means to be an athlete. Don't be a little a bitch. Point. <laughs> is our next line that came in the challenge, Thank and you, that's dude. why I said it. That's nice. the only reason why. Don't be a little bitch, which is, uh, you know, I can't believe Mer said it. Mer said it. He did. Yeah. It was great. I knew he was going to say it, and here's why. Because the commercial break comes later. <laughs> Usually for a line like this, like if, if it goes to a commercial break, you're like, oh, he really might not say it. But this early in the episode, I was like, I think he's going to say it. That's something for the savvier viewers of I've <laughs> Which is me. Yeah. Yeah. But this, I, how, let me ask you guys this. If you were in a, in a grocery store and somebody was like, let me pay for that. And with any of these reasons or a better reason, what do you think? No questions asked for me. I would not have any hesitation. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I would let them pay for it. Yeah, mm, I think I, I, I guess most people would. I wouldn't. You would not. Nah, it's just going to be. They're going to want something in return. That's you don't my trust it. Danny Greenbacks, <laughs> and that's kind of getting back to the point that was where we, where we came up with this game where we talk with the guys. We were like talking about like how it could work because as you saw in the episode, a lot of people said, "Sure, go ahead and pay for me." What the risk we thought we were taking was like if it was a more nefarious reason mm. of where you got the money of why you wanted to be there kind of more like Sal's turn where he had he's like I need you to be my alibi I plan on using you as an alibi later <laughs> we're here at 4 19 p.m yeah you saw me you might be like listen man I don't want anything to do with you get yeah. out of here that's a situation where I think I'd say no right for that for if alibi. I really believe that yeah because then it's like what do you Cover, that guy has, without any hesitation, that guy's just on board. I yeah. think he felt like it was a joke at first. And then as he was leaving, he was like, oh, wait a second. He like what that meant? Yeah, I, I just think Sal does not read criminal at all. He's like too lovable and nice. And people are just like, there's absolutely no chance that this, whatever he needs an alibi for, it's mm-hmm. not going to be, it's not a violent crime. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. let me break this down because by the very nature of him actually being there and actually being at the grocery store, it is an alibi. He really is there. Why would it be a bad thing? What do you mean? Like, like what, what could, could be happening? Yeah, he paid he someone. Hired someone to, to yeah, something? he hired someone. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, it's like taking place somewhere, you know, close or yeah, something. Yeah, he's, he's clearly aware something's happening uh-huh. at guess, that time. I guess I'm just a little bit morally elastic where I'd be like, well, he is here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm you're going to get, get a free bunch of yogurt. Morally elastic is a good term for you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Definitely. You know what line That's I, your superpower. I, I loved and it, it place to sort of why I love what the guys do is the line, 
I'm flush with with cash on account of my grandpa's, grandpa's murder. murder. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm flush with I'm flush with cash on account of my grandpa's murder. And so it begs the question, like, were you responsible for the murder? Were you paid by somebody to, to kill him? Is it just insurance money? It there's certainly a lot of questions based on that line. Yeah. And it seems like the Mark asked no questions and just said, sure. Yeah. You came into some money and go ahead. I want to know if you had an alibi. Yeah. Yeah. No further questions. We're all set. Says Joe Gatto. It's also the words that are used in it. Like flush with cash on account of my grandpa's murder. Right. It's like there, you know, if you took any of those words and mixed them up, that sentence wouldn't make any sense. You know, uh, we sell. <laughs> I don't know. Can you give me another sentence. Don't mess with Texas. As it says that on your shirt. Texas, Texas, don't mess. Don't mess with. Yeah, it I, works. I other sentences just, work. Think, all right. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Okay, fine. You're a, uh, you get, you know, here, John? Clearly, no. They clearly proved you wrong. That's Casey's right. upset about words, athletes. Yeah. Why don't you have some uh, sentence <laughs> elasticity, huh, Joe? Uh, yeah. Really. Uh, you know what I will? Sensitive I, on these subjects. What I loved is when Sal he he had to say you're a ginger, and then. Uh, he did the Murr head nod. You know, like when Murr doesn't want to say something, he does oh. that little stretch. Yeah. Sal did it. Sal kind of did that, like, ooh, like that cringe. He's the cringe king. And he kind of did that little cringe. <laughs> Why didn't he want to say that? Because to me, that seems like a fairly benign line. I don't know. I think nowadays it's like, you don't know how a person might, you know, that that's a word that is is like offensive to, a, could be offensive to somebody with, with red hair. Yeah, I think uh-huh. he just didn't want to be rude to a lady in the supermarket. It, he's kind of... At this point, like, he knows eventually he's going to get punished in this season. <laughs> and he's, like, hedging his bets. Like, all right, if I say this, it, I just, he will feel bad. Sal Volcano will feel bad later that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not worth it to me. I'd rather have to end up uh, telling someone to tip his shit, you know, <laughs> yeah. later on. Well, I happen to know Sal actually does believe that redheads are inferior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for him, that's a very insulting thing to say to a person. Right, right. right. Of it's course. It's because he f- feels that it's he, in that's his heart. Yeah. And yeah. if he says it on the show, then everyone will start digging up all of the tweets and stuff where he's really said how he thinks redheads are inferior. Yeah. Yes. And that'll come to the surface and it'll eventually do him in and probably end the show. So Sal, good job. <laughs> yeah. Not saying it was a it. smart play. Um, yeah. How about the uh, making, uh, I want to make all the other MILFs jealous. Why? I want to make all the other MILFs in here jealous. <laughs> if you guys were the Joker, is that something you would refuse or you would say it? I'm surprised that Q said it because yeah. Yeah, the implication is he's calling this person a MILF to their face. I know. And um, then to her husband or her boyfriend, whoever that other guy was. Right. Yeah. Could be friends. I don't know. But yeah. the funny thing about the word MILF is it's like an innocent sounding word until you break down what the letters stand for. Well, really just the last one. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Guess so. <laughs> you know, like mom, I'd like to, you know, marry, uh, court, uh, whatever it could be. Other yeah. things would be milk. fine. Milk. 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 Mom, I'd like to milk. If you <laughs> rearrange those letters in MILF, it could be film. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. Right. So yeah. it again, goes back learned, to my thing. Sentences matter. <laughs> exactly. And word order matters. Uh-huh. That's which what, is what I'm saying. That's right. the whole point of this. And what else is, you know, it is crazy. They talked about Joe Gatto being the healthy one. But this took eight seasons for me to become the healthy one. <laughs> Again, I agree with uh, Q. The Vegas odds on that were very low. Yeah. But Joe is a gambling man. And he probably made that, he probably bet on somebody else. He probably bet on Murr, if anything. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the guy loves to eat. The he pastry narrative, the pastry narrative in this first challenge was incredible. <laughs> 
It is. Like, I, I, that's what I love about the show sometimes is like something like that will happen and it'll keep coming back as they're filming that day. And our editors know to like keep that stuff around and put it throughout the yeah. channel. We have a surprising amount of like B plot in our yeah. like, B storylines in <laughs> yeah. our hidden camera show. Yeah, the guys are doing that more and more this season, which is a lot of fun. And you see a lot of, more of their BTS banter and yeah. I think a little bit more of their real relationships. Like you saw with Q and Sal getting into it. Uh, and that it don't go in there, punishment at the bathroom a couple weeks ago. Yes. It's great. I, I want to see more stuff like that. And we got to ask the question, who eats the most on set? And I think a lot of people let's would say it at the same time. Joe. Okay. But yeah, let's say it at the same time. Guys, ready? Who one, do you think it one, is? One, two, three. Murr. Everybody <laughs> yeah. said it. We picked Easy. the mics. Murr sure. definitely eats the most on set. I, the other thing is, I kind of think he only eats on set. <laughs> oh maybe yeah. yeah he is like a like a like a money savvy dude who's like yeah. i'm just gonna eat what's free yeah exactly so he's showing up he's having his soups every yeah, time same way soups yeah. plural the last time i was on set he did have two soups delivered to him at like breakfast time yeah he was dude, like, and he's pouring salt into it like he, he's already yeah. getting a soup that has tons of sodium and then he have you ever seen him he dumps like two packets of salt in it yeah really yeah i never saw that dude you gotta open your eyes man uh, yeah. I have to say, every time I've done some, like gone to his uh, apartment to do some work or something, yeah, uh-huh. he'll, he'll text yeah. me uh, half an on. hour before I show up, say, uh, could you bring like three or four packets of cookies? Yeah. Really? That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> to the Illuminati meeting that's going on in Mer's apartment? <laughs> he knows I have the corporate credit card. You got so. Barbara Corcoran, <laughs> I think Mayor he's, Giuliani. He sees, I think he loves hierarchy because like for that, like he'll make you bring stuff to him. But yeah. he's often like treated me to things. Oh, is that right? So I think like I'm like low on the totem pole and you're high. Well, who's the, thank you, I am high. Um, who is the most generous of the four guys? Because here in this bit, they were they were paying for people's groceries. Who, who? All right, let's say it all at the same time. You know, oh. it's it's tough to say because we they, all have different relationships. Or, you know, like different <laughs> know. encounters. All right, so off the top of my head, I'll, I'll say, uh, well, I'll we'll all go, and I'll 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 say why mine. So one, two, three. Q. Sal. No way. Did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I said no way. Oh, like you're not going to answer. No, I was just G-checking you guys to see what you guys said. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, they're all going to get mad at that instead. <laughs> well, I spend more time. I live like down the block from Sal. I just spend more time with him. Yeah, and Sal's like Sal's a nice, generous guy who, I mean, I, it, like famously, I went to his bar and he never charged me for drinks. And, and like same for me. that continues yeah. in our relationship in some yeah. way. <laughs> yes. You know, like he won't let me pay sometimes. I have to like fight him and like sneak money. But recently, I put a $20 bill on his toilet paper. Like after like he got dinner for everyone, I put a twenty dollar bill on the toilet paper so that next time he went to the bathroom, he would see it there. Yeah, <laughs> Risk, no, I you, mean, you might wipe with it. No, I, I mean that's that great. Way. I'm not yeah. afraid. That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd the, be great. I truth, just put it on the stack of hundreds. The truth is, they're all so generous in their own way, which is why like I really couldn't answer that question. Like Murray is the most likely to like send like. A fruit basket or something to the office, like on a day he's not in, <laughs> yeah. just be like, oh, true. "Hey guys, like dig in," or like just drop by and be like, "Do you guys want to go get lunch?" Uh, right. Similarly, Q will be the most likely to be like, "Do you guys want to go get beers after work?" Uh, and like, and Joe will be like, "Cookies for everyone." Yeah, well, and then yeah. when he comes in the office, it, it, it really is like a mixed bag, which is why like I couldn't pick. I'd say twice a season, Q will go. I want to get drinks for the entire crew. Like I'll try to like, you know, say thank you to the entire crew and like, we'll go out and get beers and stuff. And then also same thing with like movies. Like just the other week, it was like, who wants to go see, what was it? I couldn't make it. Was it Pet Cemetery? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, who's coming to see Pet Cemetery? And it's just like, right. great. Q does that a lot. Even the, um, when Q had the Q's musical punishment, mm-hmm. like a couple seasons ago or whatever, my brother was in the audience because he was a firefighter and he doesn't really know Q personally. And like 
all those all those firefighters got taken out after that punishment and Q like picked up the tab. They all got they drank all night. I remember my brother called me the next day and he said it was just Q took care of everybody that was there. They went to town on that Applebee's like the margarita specials, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is that yeah. true? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> That's great. You know what I love about uh, Joe is he's uh, trying to start a rumor that Sal dyes his hair in this next challenge. Oh my he's God. like, yes. Sal, can't even notice the dye job. I, I got to say it, Sal, your hair looks fantastically good It's a good today. day. It's a good day. Holy, yeah. right? Good day if I had hair like that? There's also no gray in Sal's hair. Not, not, not well, he dyes speck. It. Sal, the dye job, you can't even tell. <laughs> and you can tell Sal's like, ooh, it's natural, <laughs> you know? Like, please don't start that rumor. And it is natural, right? Uh, that's what he's paying us. That's what he's paying <laughs> us to say. Yeah, I he's want, very generous when it comes to those bribes. I know? want to start a rumor where Sal dies this season, but... Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. you heard it here first. <laughs> Joe Ambrosio, the morally elastic man himself, yeah. wants to start a rumor that his boss dies. <laughs> Sal started a rumor in this challenge that he went to Haiti and he, uh, he was called a hero by his friends for going and helping in yeah. Haiti. Hey, hero. How's it going with volunteering in Haiti? Not. And that's the whole idea with this challenge is like you get caught in some sort of uh, a lie or something, right? Like. This is this is like a tech. We've done this a few times with the text messages that come. You have to read it, and in the end, just get some help, right? Get mm-hmm. get a res- get them that yeah. help you with the response. Yep, yep. Yeah, this is a fun one. This is always fun. Like it, you could, the imagination runs wild with like where a conversation can go. Um, I guess I wish that all of these people that they were with were a little bit more active. Is that is that? A, can I note the complete strangers that are being used? <laughs> yeah, no, here? please do because they they were not super active in this one, and that's why the one mark of the episode is the only person I feel like that really like kind of yeah stood up and like spoke up to Murr was like, listen, like you threatened a nine year old, ended up giving like good advice of saying like you should apologize. Yeah, and the best is she just said you kind of do look like White Urkel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which incredible. is huge. Yeah, so like, that's fantastic. A- so congratulations, uh, lady that Murr was talking to. You are the mark of episode eight hundred five. Congratulations, that's great. Yeah, um, but is she the mark of the year, Casey? Definitely not. Still, <laughs> Grandma still Deadpool. Grandma Deadpool. Yeah. That is the mark of the year. That she was incredible. I think Lucy. she might be the mark of the, the series. Maybe we'll Maybe. find out. I don't she's, know. There's a lot of competition there. <laughs> what does that mean? She's a real cont- I mean, I love that guy. Somebody yeah. reached out to me recently on Twitter and was just like, I know what does that mean, guy. My friends uh, my friends call me a douche. And I'm not really sure what it is. So I'm not sure what it is. I was going to buy it. So I was going to buy it here. I thought that... You don't want to buy it. This is not... Well, that's what it is, but you know what a douche it is. Says, no, no. I don't know. I, they, they, say, they call me a douche all the time. But do you know what a douche is? I don't know. Come on, tell you. Really? <laughs> like, and sent, like a, I think like they sent a picture of, of him like in a meeting. Like eating some food, or like, a, and apparently it wasn't his or something. Like, <laughs> he's basically like, like Q had like shook his hand in that challenge, and then now he's become an impractical joker in his own world. He's yeah, like eating off great. people's plates, you know. But that's yeah, that's, so that's that's a little update on what does that mean? Bring him in, yeah. Uh huh. I love it. Uh, so yeah, these were all fun. We had a we had a the the locate a subject. Uh, kill the lady and children, Nerf gun, the Nerf. That was like a really oh, nice that was back great and with forth. Joe and his hitman. Uh-huh. So to be clear, you want me to f- kill this lady and her two children? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then one thing we talked about was Lazy Luigi and Scheming Chang. Lazy Luigi and Scheming Chang. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now I remember those two characters. 
<laughs> yeah, Lazy Louisian scheming Chang. Yeah. As a comic book. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Here we go. Just bang the gong. Dan Semitovich, if you can just drop in a good gong noise yeah, there, yeah, it please. would help us Thank out. Uh, so Thanks, bud. A non-racist uh, gong would be great. Thanks, Dan. I think that they're <laughs> all racist when, yeah. when literally five white guys on a podcast are, are using if a gong. If there's like a non-ethnic gong, then perhaps. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what noise does that mean? I'm not sure. This is maybe a different wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's wrong. So what, one thing that Danny Green you, you mentioned before the podcast is maybe that some people want to make these panels. Yeah, I think it would be a terrific comic uh, in a non-racist way if you wanted to create one. And <laughs> anytime hashtag. you need to pitch a comic, which <laughs> yeah. says in a non-racist way, I think maybe it's a it real uphill happen. battle. Maybe it shouldn't be a comic. Okay. Maybe if you guys want to go and do like the wicked version of Lazy Luigi and Scheme and Chang and show how like they were perceived as racist, but they really weren't. Right, that's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe you, but it's a narrow path. You're really walking the razor's <laughs> yeah, edge there. Yeah, it's true. It's a challenge. Yeah. But look at this punishment. We had a bunch of guys in blue face. Ah, uh, yeah. True. So that is true. The Blue Man Group. Um, yeah, this is so fun because we've been wanting to work with them for a long time. Yeah, it's true. And uh, like we, they, they had reached out. There was like a connection with someone or, you we, know. We visited their writer's room. And do it you was remember that? Yeah. So nice. Yeah, I beautiful. love their writer's room. The we, amount of backstory that they have for a blue man. Like it's very hard to be a, become a blue man. Uh, and once there's a lot of literature that you need to read up on. Like every blue man has a backstory and there's things that the blue men will do and won't do, which is why it's been kind of hard to get them into our show because we kind of need to produce people to do exactly what we want. But when the blue men are performing, you really can't control them. They're a little like Pierre the Mime in that way. So if they're not like handcuffed <laughs> to a joker, which we already did, it's kind of tough to use them. They're almost like intergalactic ne'er-do-wells. Yes, that's the term that we would like to use for them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so, I think that the fans are most familiar with that. <laughs> I think that's people would be interested to know, like, like that meeting we had. So basically, you know, the, the guys are really busy, so they couldn't come. But they were like, can you have the comedy producers from the show? Like, why don't we have a meeting with, like, the, like the Blue Man team and comedy producers so we could hear them out, and then we'll come up with some ideas to pitch the guys. Yeah. And so we went to the Blue Man headquarters. We yeah. got to go to this beautiful conference room, and we were like, can we just always work here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I nothing, I mean, uh, from that meeting, it took a little time to like figure something out that we wanted to do. I think they said something like it'll take 800 applicants to pair down to one person, like one blue, blue man. man. Yeah. It's some crazy number like it's that. It's very similar to how they find a new Pope. Or a new Joker. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And did you, what were some of your ideas that you guys came with about, uh, a punishment. We're not allowed to say, but we'll make up some fake ones now. Okay. Uh, one was the Joker had to be a red man and crash the show. That's yeah, one. That's one I just that. made up. <laughs> red face. Um, yeah, actually, that could be <laughs> construed as something. Yeah. Um, oh. But what else, uh, Joe? What was the one? We, I don't, there was one we had where it would like it was like um, a private art showing at like Sal's apartment or something, and they would. Exactly. They would basically like make yeah. his whole house blue. We just wanted them because that's what they do. They kind of do their thing anywhere. So it's like, oh, right. we'll just put them in one of the guy's apartments and they'll go crazy. Yeah. But yeah. We've been in the guy's apartments a lot. It's kind of well trodden territory exactly. at this point. We talked a lot about something too where like maybe one of the guys would be a blue man. And then we mm -hmm. just realized that in that show, there is kind of like an element of comedy in that show already. So it wasn't that punishing 
You know, yeah. like once you put it in, it was a little silly, but we kind of like talked about that a bunch and ultimately got away from it. Yeah. Even then we also did Joe as like a purple man that was on stage that was crashing through things. We didn't want it to be too similar to that, I think. Yeah. You know, because you're also kind of in disguise at that point, And then you kind of it's a lot of it's like rhythmic. And I, I think like a drummer or a person who knows percussion would be like, that's a mistake. But sometimes other people wouldn't. So it's kind of hard to like really make that person look bad. Um, and then, so this was one that could work in a lot of places, but we thought, oh, it'd be perfect to end this punishment. A, we have a location where people are sitting down. And then we also have a great button to this punishment, which it was where mm-hmm. Q got blue manned. He got blown. Yeah. <laughs> blown away. And I mean, he had the original uh, title for this punishment was get the fuck up. And right. Q was going to have to say that to everybody. But much <laughs> like this tip is shit was the original punishment uh, for Sal. Simi said, you can't do that, guys. <laughs> yeah. And so he changed it, and he has to, He gave different lines to everybody. But he did say, get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. So congratulations yeah. to Q. Yeah, he got one in. Just like we got one, the tip is S. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, my, some of my favorite lines that Q said was, um, at one point... He said, this is, I'm going to throw up yeah. like, he was like, as if he was like so mad that someone's in his seat. He was like, I'm going to throw up. It wasn't like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to throw up. He was just like, oh, I'm going to throw up. He also said, uh, get, who's in 112? Who needs to get to stepping? Uh, he also did the, sh- the shoulder shrug thing, kind of like a mer thing. Like, you know, the tipping of the head, like he was also like cringing and, and like didn't like it. And so he had to do the, he did like the, everyone's yeah. been doing the merch. It's infectious. Merch taken over. Yeah. Murr has some disease. He's a virus. Getting, uh, sleep, calling that guy sleeping bag. That was fantastic. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Love that. Uh, do I look like a jerk to you? He came out with that line. He came out with like, do I look like a jerk to you? Like he came out harsh, which is nice this year, like with, with that one. And also the tip punishment, the jokers are like. They're they're playing these things right. They're playing it like they're being the way that they that I think that because they're they're getting punished mm-hmm. and they're playing it as punished, which is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, the the guys again, they've season eight. They've done so much and they've been in so many embarrassing situations. So now to like really feel that they they just come out and say anything and then they're like, oh my god, like the stakes have been raised. <laughs> Who was the uh, MVP of this episode? Well, guess what. It was our own John Zaluga. Congratulations, John. Wow. Uh, How do you feel? It's uh, And just so you know, uh, the reason you got it, John. Someone couldn't be here. It's, and <laughs> it's because you always wear blue. Right now you're wearing a blue, fa- blue flannel, yeah, you got blue, blue, jeans. Eyes. blue jeans. You got the blue, blue eyes. Blue you blue are shoes. our blue man. So you are the MVP for episode 805. Wow. I appreciate that, fellas. Thank you. Uh, it feels uh, it feels really, really nice. It's a nice surprise. And uh, yeah. And you're, you got <laughs> the end this episode has a grocery challenge in it, which is oh, you're the king right. of the grocery I'm challenges. I'm the king of the grocery challenges. Yeah. As yeah. I say. You're the manager in supermarket. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. worked in a real supermarket for five and a half years. Yeah. And uh, you got, do you get fired from there or you quit? Um, I got fired. And can you just tell that story real quick? Real quick was I was uh, late every day for five and a half years. <laughs> and uh, they another uh, another one of the locations closed, so they were combining. Mm-hmm. They were bringing all the employees, and they had to get rid of yeah. people. So I had enough write-ups to get rid of me pretty easily, despite yeah. the fact we had a union. And my boss, the store manager, uh, in that meeting just said, John, it's, he's like, we're, we're letting you go. Um, there's just... You were late every single day uh, for five and a half years, and I just have to ask why. 
And before I left, I said, because you let me come in late every day for five and a half years. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Uh, Luke is kind of a bad boy, you know? Yeah. yeah. He really is. You're morally elastic, but he's the bad boy. Yeah. Is that how it works? I don't see myself as a bad boy. You tell it like it is. Yeah. I miss having a job where it was like I didn't care, like... I, I never thought I'd be there that long. Like, it's mm. fun to have a job where it's like, if you got fired, it's not like a big deal. Even though yeah. you were the senior grocery producer? I was the senior grocery <laughs> producer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, wow. that's what you get the senior title in your last year. I don't know if they told you that. Wait, yeah. 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 That's, how that works. <laughs> that's your senior year. You feel that this all is the senior away. year. I've been coming in late every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's now. funny when you guys, well, not so much John anymore, but Joe, when you come in late, that means that you got, like, there's, you know, you take like a, a the Staten Island Ferry, which runs on the half an hour. So if you get the, we're supposed to be in at 10 o'clock, but if you're often on the 10 o'clock boat, <laughs> which takes 25 minutes. We don't have to point that out, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, it's true. I've thought about it before because like there have been times like I'm leaving my house at like maybe like 9.35 and I'm like, oh, I might be a little bit late. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, Joe's not even on the boat, so I'm probably good. Yeah. But it's crazy. I, this happened the other day. I was uh, running late as usual and I was literally running to like, I rented one of those electric bikes that they have in Staten Island right yeah. now to, to get to the ferry to try and make it in time. And as I'm running, I see an out-of-service bus, like, honking at me. And I, I can't figure out why this bus driver would be honking at me. And I turn and look, and it's, it's Sal's cousin, yeah. who I know. <laughs> he's a bus Mike. driver. and he, an island. He, like, he was like, oh, get on, man. I'll, I'll get you to the boat. And he, got, he like, expressed me to the boat. I got there. We were, like, passing by he's people like waiting for a bus. Stops yeah. people are, it was great. Cord. So, yeah, it's, like, a non-service bus is, like, the, the best one to ride. Like, like if, you are a, if you were, like, a, uh, you know, like a James Bond your car would be <laughs> like a non-service yes, bus true. for sure. And, and thanks to him, I made it in at 10.30. Wow. Right wow. on time. Just a nice, <laughs> right a on cool, time. cool 30 minutes late. Yeah, That's great. Well, that's that episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening to it. But why don't we jump in? A little bonus here is we'll talk about last week's episode. We'll do a quick, we'll, a quick drive-by. All right. Danny, you got your notes, huh? Look at this. Wow. Hold this up to the mic. I've got notes on each episode. <laughs> Very good. So if you hear rustling papers, know that it's, <laughs> it's Danny Green. I have those notes also in an email <laughs> on a very quiet computer screen that you emailed out earlier. Well, before we start on 804, there's something I think we need to address. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Q's beard. What, okay. okay. What do you guys think? It's, it's a real what, change. What's that? Phoebe? <laughs> yeah, she's an actor. She's not really dating him. I mean, it is a substantial, like, bi-level beard. It's not just a regular beard, but he kind of grew the back longer than the front. Um, do you think uh, th- there was a theory on social media that maybe he's going to shave it and force Murr to wear it in an upcoming season? Really? Really? Yes. Wow. That's interesting. We wouldn't. I, I feel like that's a little bit of a repeat punishment, no? Yeah. That, I have not seen that fan theory, but I'm happy it exists. <laughs> That's yeah. a good theory. I also haven't noticed that at all. His beard? Yeah. I have. I, I really like his hair and beard combo right now. But I feel like when I've watched through the seasons, I, I feel like it's always the best version of Q. Mm-hmm. Is that weird to say? Like, I just feel like I, I like, I always like him in the moment. But then as I look back, I'm like, oh, that's not as good as what, I, what I'm seeing right now. He's like the David Bowie of the Jokers. His look changes every season. Every, you know? every Ooh, season. I like the analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps with the show, yeah. like getting recognized. And I think Hollis, Danny Hollis has been um, putting Q's microphone in the, in the beard lately. In the beard? No, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I really believe that. <laughs> Just the wire coming up and disappearing. I, it's very I mean, it's not a bad you idea. You sold me on it. So I was like, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Completely works. Wow. And it's been going well. What do you right. think, Danny? I, l- I like his beard. 
I do. You do. I, I think Q's a handsome guy, and in virtually anything he does, makes, I know. Him, makes him look good. We have yeah. a lot of different. We're not a lot of different looks, but Joe's changed his look this season. This year, right? Right, and so has has Q slightly. Uh, Q had that hand brace. We, yes, we talked about people that. People were asking. Yeah, a lot of people asked about that. It was an old firehouse injury that he finally so, had like yeah. operated on. Yeah, after years, he finally got taken care of. So that's all it was. If you were wondering, it wasn't anything recent, but just an old injury they finally got taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sal changed his hair. It's dyed now. Yeah, he dyes, <laughs> he dyes his hair. He dyes it. And uh, typically blonde, but now yeah. it's uh, now it's jet black. Guys, I hate to interrupt, but my dad's calling. Oh, okay, okay. go for it. Speaker. Hi, Dad. Are you going to Oscar's game today? No, I'm recording a podcast right now, an Impractical Jokers podcast. Okay, well, I just got off the plane. I got off a little early, and I think I can make it. Okay, I'm sure he'd love to have you there. And w- I'm gonna, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. What? What did you? You saw Impractical Jokers recently for the first time. I did, I did not. I just saw something. What'd you think? In a supermarket, I thought it was slapstick. Do you mean that in a good way or a bad way? Bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I, I, did you put me on the phone with other people without telling me? No. <laughs> It's a, it's a podcast. Nobody else is listening. No, we're laughing at something else. <laughs> Just the rest of the country? Yeah. Well, it's not live. It won't be on until Thursday. Not that uh, much uh, of the country, okay, but, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> you know, look, uh, I like the way they look. I thought they were, you know, but just the one thing I saw was in a supermarket, and I didn't see, I didn't see anything else. Yeah. So, so uh, but, you know, they're very successful, so. That's right. I, I know, I'm, I'm sure they owe it all to you. <laughs> that notwithstanding, they owe most of it to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody knows it, but uh, whatever. <laughs> hey, Pop, uh, Papa Green. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Our driver Eugene looks at me like I'm saying. He says, looks at me and says, "They're awesome." Eugene sees them all the time. This and is crazy. Them, now so. there's a person who's in the car talking. <laughs> Hey, uh, Papa, Papa Green, this is Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. <laughs> Just want to say that. Oh, so yeah, thanks you're, for telling me, Danny, that everybody's listening. Yeah, just want to say your son is, uh, the, 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 he's responsible for making the show what it is. He's the most important part. He's the linchpin. Well, that's what he tells me, but I didn't believe him until you said it. No, you could trust me because I'm James Murray. <laughs> yeah. okay. well, I'll, I'll see you when you're being on it, unfortunately. I'm having a shoulder operation on the 30th. Oh, but, I'll uh, bring it down. Danny, has, Danny has spoken often of you, and uh, uh, I'm anxious to meet you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll ta- I'm going to take you out to dinner. Trust me. I'm Sal Volcano. <laughs> I'm going to take you out to a steak place. Okay. Very good. Thank you. And uh, Danny, I'm sorry you're not making it. Uh, how, is he been, how did he play in his last game? My son, Oscar, he played great. He's the <laughs> starting goalie for his middle school lacrosse team, and he probably made 12 saves. They're undefeated. Good. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'll call you up uh, uh, on your cell. Take care, honey. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye, 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 Papa Green. It's Brian Quinn. <laughs> bye, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Take care. Uh, bye, bye, guys. Bye. Wow. <laughs> what a sweet. <laughs> what a sweet man. He said, "Honey, honey green. To you honey. That's amazing. Honey green. Honey green. <laughs> honey green. Honey's house. Forty nine. That's amazing. I watched the show. It was slapstick. I didn't like it, but they're successful. <laughs> it's like That's, a running thing. Your family doesn't know what you do, what no, you're involved no in. Idea. No yeah. idea. Quintessential <laughs> father. Like, literally, like, yeah. 
Just like the, the most father a person could be. That's fantastic. And he doesn't even like. It's a, he didn't even name your your son. He was like, and has the game. How's the how's the boy who does the sport? How's the sport person? He sounds like an old timey comedian. I can't put my he finger does. on it. Right? Yeah. He does. Sound like Shecky Green? Is it him? It is. Is it Shecky? Shecky Green. Honey, yes. son of Shecky. <laughs> and speaking uh. of relationships, this second challenge, the guys all had girlfriends. Yeah. Ah, including segue. my real life girlfriend. That's right, Phoebe. Phoebe. And uh, I mean, I'm a little bit upset. They date, they put they paired her up with like a real hero, the hero of the bunch, the yeah. fireman. No, they made a Ryan nice couple. Q. I Quinn. Yeah, I know. Look at how soft my man is. <laughs> It's so soft, like a little pillow. Who's my little pudge? Who's my little pudge? Say yeah. it. Say it. Maybe say, say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm a little pudge. <laughs> yeah, but you were upset that day because you were just like, oh, no. He's like, if anyone's going to steal her away, it's, it's cute. <laughs> it's cute, yeah. <laughs> Set her up with Gatto. He's married. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, but uh, I, thought they, I thought they did a great job. All, all of the ladies that were there, we had, so we had Phoebe Stonebreaker. Mm-hmm. We had Kim Congdon, who's another comedy producer. I'm so excited that we're going to have a baby. Me too, babe. I wish it wasn't mine. <laughs> I love it, but I wish it wasn't mine. <laughs> we had Carly Ott. Uh, who's like our uh, like in the field, like one of our in the field producers, and she's great. And she got to do, uh, I mean, an epic, uh, a classic, a run through the supermarket, yeah, yelling yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie! <laughs> There's a funny story behind that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Want to hit it, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know, Carly's kind of like the ideal employee in a lot of ways because, she, or she just hasn't, she wasn't familiar with the show prior to working on it, so she kind of came in fresh. And it's just like down to do her job without being starstruck in any way. Yeah. So the reference of Larry was completely lost on her. She did not know what it meant. Is that right? She had no yeah. idea what the context of, of she, it was. She only knew it from the intro. Yeah. And if you look at how she does it, she does Joe's run from the intro. Yeah. In that moment. Wow. That's, that's all she knew about it. And yeah. for that, she's the MVP. And on her behalf, Joe, speech. Yeah, speech or Carly, yeah. Um, speech, speech, speech. I feel like I can safely say that like Carly, I feel nothing. <laughs> okay. That's right. Carly's not a big laugher, which is again why she's perfect to be on set next to the guys. Yeah. Uh, Isn't this bit part two of uh, the girlfriend trilogy we're working on for the Jokers? Is have it? We done it twice. We, 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 we I think things? it's part one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's part one. Okay. So yeah. yeah, it's the first one. So no, you're you're thinking like all right. So we did the the the, the parents or the you know the grandpa Jokers. We did the kids. Yes, and yeah. And now we have and a now, girlfriend. And now we're paired up with girlfriends. What Joe is talking about is uh, we have some other challenges. So you, we, we saw a big response to this online. People are like, we loved watching the guys paired up with girlfriends. Do it again, do it again. Well, hopefully and maybe we might do some more challenges down the road where mm. the guys have girlfriends. It might not be the same ones. Maybe well, age appropriate next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> well, hey. it's their, they were all like girlfriends. They were like gumas. Yeah. 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 yeah, Carly was not playing Joe's daughter. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a wife. We'll do, everyone will have a wife that's like the yeah. right age. And, uh, I mean, we also didn't get a chance to talk about Murr. White Oracle himself uh, paired up with Shay at first, but then we bring in Tristan Mays from Gullah Gullah Island and MacGyver. It's my boo. <laughs> so we just got married like a month ago. It's great. Oh, really? Yeah, no, for real, for real. Tristan, I used to be attracted to jocks. I used to be attracted to jocks. Now I'm settling. <laughs> I mean, we were very happy to have her on the show. Yeah. 
the way that Murr in his place. The way that happened. Cart. The way that happened was funny because it was the day before, I think, and yeah. it was the day before, and Gatto was in here and was like, "Should we get someone like?" like to surprise. And I think we just threw out some names and one was Tristan Mays. And he was like, oh yeah, let me text her. And he like texted her and was like, yep, she's on a flight tomorrow. She's coming. <laughs> yeah, she's right. She flew, yeah, she flew in. That's right. It's so cool. And then yeah. I loved watching Murray try to make small talk. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> That's He's, incredible. Him just being so lovably awkward in that moment. Yep. was really good. You're filming Atlanta? Yeah, I'm trying to make small talk. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know she does. You know she does. <laughs> Do you like seltzer? Is this <laughs> There's a ton of small talk that was cut that he, it was just him like trying to chat with her. It's hours of like, small talk. Yeah, hours, <laughs> yeah. It was big small talk. That took weeks to film that bit. <laughs> and then we have this punishment where, you know, uh, Joe spent a long time checking coats. That was long a, time. A, an hour and 20 minutes maybe. Yeah, it was a very long time that he's checking coats with, without knowing what the punishment really is. The, yeah, the punishment was actually probably shorter than the time he spent collecting coats. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. And this I is mean, a classic really, switcheroo. He, it, it was every single coat. It wasn't just yep. like they had him do a few. Yeah. We were kind of just hanging out in the back while he was working for a, a long and time. You know what's funny is yeah. we're, we, we're not doing the like insider this year, but there's a detail that I don't know if like the home audience knows, which is every coat was, was given a ticket that, uh, that, that puts people in their assigned seat. So when a coat would come up, the camera people knew exactly which person, where exactly each person would be sitting. Yeah. So as we see like a fur coat come out, we could get the shot of the person who owns that coat. That or, murderous fur coat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever it, it is. Them, yeah. And I think that's such a smart detail that, I mean, we didn't think of. Uh, it's like the producers and like Peter yeah. Partland and, and the camera and like director Hood. Yeah. It was the crew was very, very tense that day. Do you remember before? Like, Because we yeah. show up, the comedy producers walk in and we're just a bunch of goofballs that are like looking to joke and chat. And it was a lot of, that day was a lot of like, not yeah. now, I'll talk to you later. Like people were just, because they were so worried about getting that Right. Yeah, yeah, they're worried about like where like the people are, and like so at one point, like they did get confused with like the numbers of the coats and the seats, and then we're over in the corner pitching the rest of the girlfriend trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah. it was fantastic. And one of my favorite things about this was they had some really expensive coats I, at I, that punishment. I heard in the elevator on the way down that I think the fur coat was like twenty thousand dollars. Really? Not 20? kidding. Yeah, because in, yeah. in the cut it says I like five thousand dollar coat. Oh, thank that God. That was a guess. 20, that was a guess by cute. But yeah, I, I'm happy that we threw that on the ground. Did that they have great. to clean any of those coats? Uh, no. Okay, good. I don't that, think anyone. Ever well, like one guy, like, one yeah. guy did get up during the punishment, go into the coat room and demand his coat back before oh, yeah. it went out there. I think actually a few. I think a there was few, like but then people. there was also the other half of the audience that was like, this is genius. <laughs> people <laughs> thought it was real. And then, like, and I think people you said online were like, this is actually a good idea for a, like a fashion show. Oh yeah. But it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a fashion show that like, like a freshman of like, you know, FIT fashion yeah, Institute right. would like think yeah. of what if the art comes from the people, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Exactly. That's a freshman comedy producer, not seniors over here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Great. They were such good marks though. I knew, I knew it was going to be good when I was watching. Cause like occasionally I would just look at the monitor while Gatter was just working, taking coats. And there was just one older guy who came in and he took his scarf off and I never saw somebody so carefully and perfectly kind of fold his scarf over and over and put it in the pocket. And you could care, like yes. you could tell he really cared yeah. about his clothes. And I'm like, oh my god, like these are the people that they have sitting there. So it was, mm -hmm. 
you know, it's really, um, I'm giving credit to the producers, I guess, for like, because they put this whole event yeah. together. And, li- and think about this, right? Like, if you're going to a fashion show, you're going to want to wear your best stuff. Right, of course. Right. So like, and it was the perfect time because now it's spring, but it, at the time it was still cold. So people are wearing their like cool winter coats that everyone's checking yeah. a coat. And that was actually another problem in production, actually, because so this is a secret Joe punishment. And Joe, more so than the other guys, like help, like comes in the office a lot and is like, let's put things on the board. And there was a secret Joe punishment. And he was like, all right, well, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. And we're like, uh, maybe we should do it now. Like, let's film it before it gets too hot out and people stop wearing coats. And he kept being like, well, I like the like I like these other things we're filming. Let's film other things like sooner. And we're like, no, 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 please, please. Yeah, we can't tell you why, but yeah. just trust us. Yeah, but exactly. He's, he's like producer dad, and he's like the one who's like there helping us figure out what we're going to shoot. So when it's yeah. his punishment, it is harder. Okay, well, that's about it for the episode. I want to thank our guests, John Zaluga and Joe Imbergio. Danny Green, as always, thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Papa Green. I'll tell him. Yeah, yeah. that's great. He's at Oscar's uh, lacrosse game right now, but I'll tell him. Okay, you'll, you'll call him. He'll be like, hi, honey. <laughs> um, so <laughs> thank you guys. the fish next week. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. You two little guys are laughing. Yeah, senior artists. Yeah, get that to work over here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Casey, Thanks. thank you. Take thank care, you, guys. James. Bye. Later.